Welcome to Mommyhood to Menopause, the podcast, where we talk all things parenting, life, and life changes. We're your hosts, Loren and Barb, and this podcast is for any woman of any age who loves to laugh at themselves and at life. And we want to hear your crazy stories too. So join the conversation by following us on Instagram at mommyhood, the number two, menopause, or on our personal pages at all of the F words and Southern Blonde Chic. It's real conversation between friends. So let's dive in. Well, I cannot wait to give you a life update. (laughs) Girl, I'm ready for a life update. I feel like it's been forever. Not only do I feel like it's been forever, but I feel like so much has happened between the last time I saw you and our last podcast. Like good stuff? Mm, A little bit of both, I suppose. We'll start off with the bad and let's end up with the good. I still don't have an all pair, so that's the bad. Well, that can be. Yeah. (laughs) And you still have all your hair, so. Yeah. But let me, I guess let me start with the au pair update because Elena is still currently out gallivanting the country on her. uh, She's having a good time too, right? Yeah, she's on her travel month. And she, first of all, the guy that she went with, I was like so concerned because I was like, let me get this straight. You're going on a month vacation, sleeping in a one bedroom van. And your platonic friends? I was like, that just doesn't sound Is he right gay? To me. No. Right. That was the look <laughs> I gave. <laughs> so at some point, I'm like, did you have the talk with him that, like, you guys are just friends? Because yeah. this could go kind of sideways for you. Just okay, FYI. so he's not dating anybody. He's not dating anyone. Right. He is a teacher, a special needs teacher. And she just was like, hey, I just want you to know. I have a lot of guy friends. And okay, so how old is he? He's my age, actually. Okay, so I feel a little better. Yeah, he's yeah. like 37. Okay. He might be 38, but he was like, I get it. You know, we're, we're just friends, whatever. I mean, does he want more? I, I mean, Elena's adorable, I would assume. I don't know. You know, you never know. I mean. I don't know. I think all guys want, like, a, isn't it? Just you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Like, I just think I <laughs> think like that. <laughs> that might be true. Okay. that expl- We don't have to talk about my dating life anymore. It makes sense to me now. <laughs> God. And we will get to your dating life because I have so many questions about what's happening in your okay, life. Okay. So, she's out with this guy. And he ended up being the best photographer. Oh. She has, like, a personal photographer with her at all these places. And I'm like, I'm so jealous. I'm like, tell David that if he doesn't mind two children, he can come on every vacation with us. The thing <laughs> is, like, see, okay, so that that is what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, the man needs to be able to take a decent photo, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that would be perfection. So, does she have anything for him? I don't think so. <sighs> he takes the best photos. <laughs> That would be enough, you know? I mean, really, it would be enough. Yeah. So she's been gone, and I have been left with the task of, like, deciding. Last time I left you guys, I told you the story that we had an au pair in Brazil that we were trying to get to the United States. But there was also this in-country au pair that was available, like, right then and there. Right. So it was like, wait for the girl in Brazil and maybe not have anything. Or do I go with the bird in the hand versus the bird in the bush? Okay, so, and you've been, you've been like without childcare for three weeks. There you go. 
Yeah. So I'm so, desperate. So anybody that knocks on the front door at this point is like, yes. Yeah. Do you have a policy in what you watch my children? Uh, no, that is, I'm actually super, super weird about who I leave my kids I'm with. Sure, so, yeah. Which is why we're having such a, an issue, obviously. But the Brazilian girl can't get out. Her visa got denied for the final time. And like, we're like, sorry, yeah. like, we have to unmatch. Did you wait for that? Did yes. you just, okay, so you decided to wait. Yeah, right. I remember I was, yep. I was saying like, I don't know. And they felt like that she was going to be able to, to get it. Mm-hmm. So that didn't come through. And I told her, I was like, listen, I think it's a pipe dream, but like I'll hold out as long as I can. And my hard out date, it happened before. So it was fine. But the girl who was in country also needed an answer by like, three days after we started talking right, about it, I was yeah. like, it just didn't feel, you know, when you just have a feeling and it, I'm sure not, I'm sure that this person was just improperly matched with her family the first time around. Cause like you have to think how hard it is to like basically insert yourself into somebody's life, not only to be open to it, but from the family's perspective to be receptive to it. Right, right. So maybe it just didn't work out for that family, you know, that situation. Plus, don't you feel like when you make a decision under pressure in this small time constraint, like that's a big decision to have to make under those circumstances. And I feel like maybe that's what was rubbing me the wrong way because I was like, I just need to figure out like what actually went wrong. Like I can sit here and speculate all day, but I wish somebody would just be like, hey, it just wasn't the right match. But I couldn't get anybody to like fess up to it or own up to it or say like the girl was great she's like hey I made a few mistakes like I'm not gonna lie but I've learned from them and like my whole thing is is like mistakes happen right as long as you learn from them and you're not blatantly doing the same thing that I asked you not to or it's a character flaw like you don't want somebody that's got like a real issue so but that's like almost what I was looking for is for somebody to tell me that it was like a personality flaw yeah but between the two couples that like it, it was fine. Both parties individually are fine. They just didn't get along together. Right. And I just, because there were so many questions, I just had this gut instinct. And I think when it comes to your kids, you have to follow your gut. And I just like, let it go. And I was like, we're, we're going to keep looking, you know? Oh, wow. And so three weeks, mm-hmm. you've been three weeks. How are you? Like, are you, do you feel like you're, do you have a routine? I mean, do you get a routine? <laughs> well, because... When Dallas was out of town, we went on vacation for a week, yeah. Dallas and I. Worked really well together, but we were exhausted. I started that the kids went on a vacation for a week. <laughs> right. Right. No, I know. I mean, that's a thing. Like, parents don't really get a vacation when you go on vacation. No, I know. Unless you take, obviously, a babysitter or a nanny or an au pair or somebody to kind of, like, help out. It's Think about your, like, life at home and how crazy it is. But you might actually get a break because you can go to the grocery store. Yeah, I think it's more work to take your kids on vacation, to take them out, because you're more worried about their behavior. You're, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. And they need to be entertained 24-7. It's not like, you know, they have their toys to play with, or you can, you know, sit them in front of the TV for 20 minutes. And we don't do screen time in our house until after 5 o'clock, and we've already taken a shower and we've eaten dinner. So, like, there's a lot of entertaining that has to happen here. On the road, it's even more. And we don't do iPads at all. See, I love you for that, though. I think there is way too much of that. It is extremely difficult, but the negative far outweighs the instant gratification in our family. Like, our son, Cash, just cannot handle screen time. He doesn't want to give it up afterwards. So, like, yes, you'll behave for the 20 minutes that I need you to behave when the iPad is basically babysitting you. But then when I have to take it away, the meltdown far exceeds the 20 minutes that you got to watch it. So, it 
Well, plus just the interaction. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I think it's really interesting. As a blogger, do you sometimes feel, I mean, our time is spent on the computer, but by ourselves, it's a very solo job, Mm -hmm. right? And so I feel like sometimes I get lonely, even though I'm, you know, interacting with people online, you need that human face-to-face, right? And so I think parents are so, yeah, I think it's such a... A detriment to raising a kid to spending all this time on on the screen. Yeah. I mean, think about the stay-at-home mom, right? Like how lonely the stay-at-home mom is, even though, you know, you're with your children 24-7. There's a lot of times I know, and this, I think what what scared me about being a stay-at-home mom so much, because I'm a Gemini, I crave interaction, like I like talking to people, I'm a people person. But all the stay-at-home moms that I know say it's a very lonely job because you're only talking to your children all day and they need that adult stimulation. So that's kind of, it's isolating. And I feel like the iPad and and some of these things that kids get into are the same thing. They're isolating. Very. And I don't think we realize that, I mean, we're more connected and less, you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. just, you're more connected and less connected all at the same time. And I think, I mean, there's, there's something to being said just to go into a quiet room and not have screen time. I think kids need that. Adults need that. But I think more than anything, we need that human interaction. So I think Mm -hmm. you're great that the fact that you don't Thanks. Just throw that at them. I mean, even when we get to, and but by the way, I am not perfect as a parent in any way, shape, or form. And some sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm such a bad mom. I just put Jackson in the crib because he won't go down for a nap and I need to get some laundry done and, you know, whatever. I think that's just life. And I think that mom guilt is so real. But looking back when I was raising my children, you know, you... I don't know. I feel like sometimes you do have to just kind of sit them down and let them be, mm-hmm. you know. It, it actually ended up working out in our favor. So now when Jackson goes down for a nap, he doesn't need to be rocked all the way down. Like he takes his bottle and he actually wants to be in the crib by himself to get comfortable now. So long term, like in the short term, again, it's like the iPad, like it's it sucked, you know. But in the long term, it actually did work. So maybe it's not like that. I think they learned it's that self-nurture thing. You know, I, I always did that. I always put my kids in the crib, like patted them, you know, mm-hmm. let them know I was there, checked in. But no, it's, it, I, I don't know. I think it, it's, I mean, I am the most maternal person in the world. But I do, I, I feel like I raised them on what I believed in mm-hmm. versus, you know, what felt good. Because right. sometimes it feels so good just to rock them and hold them. But really, you know. In the long term, what yeah. damage are you doing? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, okay, so back around. So now you're just waiting. Now we are currently still searching for an all pair. But we're, we've decided that we're going to go back to square one and that we're going to search for somebody instead of taking – someone who's already in country who didn't work out with a family yeah that's the easy thing right but long term it's just going to be the band-aid for us I think so yeah I was like rip it off we'll figure (laughs) it out let's let's go back to number one and find the right person for the kids right because in the long I mean so you'll keep this person two years they sign one-year contracts, but they can extend for an extra year. But it, it, just because they extend doesn't mean that they'll stay with your family either. They can go and then match with somebody But what else. you want ultimately is to find the right person mm-hmm. so that you do get that long-term right. relationship uh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so do you miss Elena? Yes, I do. <laughs> now, I feel like I am handling the situation far better than I thought I was going to be able to. So... 
I'm less afraid for her actual real departure to Italy. I'm so sad. I mean, right. I feel like I'm yeah. going to be mourning a relationship, like a friendship or something. Of course, yeah. But I do feel better about my ability to be a mom. <laughs> well, you know, that's really, I think that's so good, actually. Don't you think that's so good? I think that's why they do the travel month at the end. I love that. I really kind of love that. Because I think you, you think, oh, I have this crutch, and that's why mm-hmm. I'm able to do whatever. But no, you yeah. know. I think, honestly, um, my opinion is that God gave you those children. You are their mom for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. And I think when you can come back and realize that again, it's easier to let go and let the new au pair come in and say, I'm a great mom. Let me show you what to do. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, and you can feel that without having all that mom guilt or – thinking that you're missing out. But you are so right. They do become almost a crutch, though, because, you know, I had a stride probably a year ago when I started to, like, blog again, and we started doing the podcast again, and I was working still full-time for the radio station, and I was getting to so much accomplished during the day, and I thought, well, I'm, I can only do this because I have Elena. Right. And now that she's gone... I'm still getting everything done. I'm a little bit more exhausted. Right. But I've figured it out. Like, I push came to shove, and you have to figure out where you can put things to make everything work. And, you know, don't you feel like even though you had her here, you were doing other things? It wasn't, I, I don't see you ever sitting, you know, on the sofa. Right. Just chilling. So, you're putting other things in the spots to fill up the time. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sure you've just pulled back to say, okay, these are the things that I'm going to do. And I knew it was coming. So we were just talking about this outside of the podcast, but like I was able to foresee the fact that I wouldn't have Elena for a month and that I might have this big gap between her leaving and finding a new all pair. So I have stockpiled content. Right. You know what I mean? So like I'm really good at seeing long-term. So you're a planner. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? When you say, I have a feeling that when you say planner and I say planner, we're talking about two different things. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what is your definition of planning? I mean, I know what I'm wearing tomorrow morning. I've got, I know in my head. And I know what I'm eating for dinner. Okay. I don't, I'm not like this. And I think, honestly, cancer maybe changed a little bit of this for me because. You look at things in the short term now? Well, and, and two, I feel like I'm, I'm more in the moment the moment like I'm I'm like you know there's a there's this old you know southern saying it says if God willing and the creek don't rise have you ever heard that no oh yeah girl I love living in the south yeah I my, love it. I my so little much. sweet daddy from <laughs> Hill North Carolina he would say God willing and the creek don't rise we're gonna do blah blah blah, blah. and in my head I hear that a lot lately mm-hmm. I hear you know I plan and I, I mean I have a thought about what I'm doing and I know kind of where I'm going but I, yeah, like I, I, I find myself kind of tossing something to the side and going out and enjoying the moment. That's awesome. I wish that I could do that more often because for me, like I, because I'm such a planner, you can see we were in my office and I have a big full length mirror that has notes all over it, like a to-do list of things that I need to do. I have a weekly planner sitting on my desk with things that need to be done. And Lord knows that if God ain't willing and the creek does rise <laughs> and I have to deviate from this plan, really? I'm thrown into a value needing tizzy. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why, like, you know, because I'm not like this 
I'm not a big drinker. I'm not, I don't do anything. And maybe that's why I'm just like a, I think it's really interesting. Like exterior, I'm very like in a square, you know, I'm very, but I think I'm a free spirit on the inside. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, let's just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I don't know, time, your life is short. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I have an overall to-do list and I have, I mean, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much like, want to go I mean like literally if you said to me hey is there any way you can get out of work so we can go you know shop or skate or I'd be like (laughs) let's go girl I mean you know it's just interesting how but maybe it's a season of life too because when I was a mom I knew there were things that had to be done and you know I mean I think it's honestly I would love to say like oh when the kids go off to college I probably will ease up a little bit but I have always had that had this like kind of militant structured how are we friends I don't I I will say this it is from my days cheering professionally the Miami Dolphins you had practice these three days from these three times and you better get there an hour early and be running and you're going to get weighed in and you're going to have to be at appearances 15 minutes early if you're on time you're late like these are the things that have been drilled into my head since I was 18 years old and my dad was always a tough love guy so I had that before then I go right into the Miami Dolphins. Then I start my career. And it's like, I've always, but that's also what I thrive on. I mean, I thrive on it too. But I mean, I love, like, to me, there's nothing better than like, you know, just going 90 miles an hour. But yeah, maybe I'm old. But I don't I, mind it. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it. But I, I, and I can't wait to get to that stage in my life where I don't have so many commitments. But I lose sleep and have so much anxiety about letting people down in my life I hate to say no so okay I was gonna say do you when some like we have you know as bloggers we have a lot of opportunity to do things so do you really think long and hard or is your immediate like oh yes it does it if it conflicts with something else so let's say let's say Nordstrom reaches out to me I'm just throwing and if Nordstrom wants to reach out to us they can right (laughs) But let's say Nordstrom reaches out to me and they say, hey, we want to feature local bloggers and our photo shoot is Monday morning at 8 a.m. And it's right in the middle of my show. I would never, ever in a million years even consider taking off work to do that photo shoot because my number one commitment was to my radio show. Right. Because I would be letting my audience down, my co-hosts down, everyone down. Like that would weigh on me. But let's say, you know, you have a friend who calls up and says, hey, you want to go to dinner tonight? Do you, is it, is it an automatic yes or is it an automatic, ah, weigh it out really long Let and Let me hard. call you back. That's me. Like I'm, I find that I really am beginning to weigh out where I put my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, and I think somebody asked me the other day, somebody was, this is horrible. Are, are we going to put this on the air? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, you know, somebody new wanted to go out and, and I guess begin to create a a friendship. Mm -mm. Like it, you have to, I mean, for me, do you feel like you, for me, I really have new in your life too. You don't have like ties to that person or anything else, but like if I, if you had something going on, okay, let's say you had a date because we're going to get into dating here in a second, but let's say you had a date with somebody that you've been on a couple dates with and I called you at five o'clock and I'm like, Barb, I need a drink. I need to get out of this house. Like, I need you right now. Would you go to dinner with me? 
I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like, do you, with your time, do you, do you kind of put it through analysis? See, for me now, I feel like, I guess uh, two years ago, I felt like, you know, I might not be here. Mm -hmm. So do I really want to take the time that I have? Like, let's pretend you have six months to live. Am I going to want to take the time that I have and spend it with you? And in my head now, that's always the question. If I knew that I was, that cancer was going to come back, would I have been happy that I spent this hour doing this? Because, I mean, in reality, none of us know. So I live my life based on that now. That's great. I I think I, if I was single and I didn't have kids, I always wanted to be doing something. So if there was nothing better to do, like, yeah, I would go out with somebody that I barely knew or, or somebody yeah, that was that's, just like. That's exactly it for me now. Like the, the something that is, there's nothing better to do. I think I can always find something better to, you know what I mean? Like there's always the better for me. Yeah. And because, you know, let's pretend you have a month to live. You know what I mean? I, I guess whenever they told me about the cancer diagnosis, I remember thinking, God, if I had known this, mm-hmm. would I have spent my time worrying about that, doing this, being here? The answer was no so many times. So now I look back, I look at everything and I like, mm, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Isn't that weird? No, it's a great way to be. I, w- I literally wish I could reprogram my brain to be that way. Yeah, I say no a lot. I envy you. No, I'm I, always... I've become... <laughs> I'm so afraid to hurt somebody's feelings or let someone down. Here's or, what you can... Th- gauge it this way. If it were that you had a month to live, right? Would you spend time with that person? Would you spend time doing that? But if the answer is no, how do you tell that person? <laughs> You, I mean, you don't. And I love confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> I hate confrontation, but I mean, for me, I'm like, I don't. I wish I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I do. I wish. I wish that I knew I had 80 years to live. God, that's so sad. I really don't even have that, even if I'm really healthy. <laughs> God, now I'm depressed. But I'm just saying, you know, like I really analyze it, and I'm like, you know, I don't want to look back and think, oh, I wish I'd not spent time worrying about this, or you know, pouring my energy into that. Yeah. I mean, kids are different. That's a totally different subject. But I don't know how we got off on this. <laughs> anyway, well, back around. I want to go to something that you did touch on because you mentioned like, oh, somebody reached out. And I don't know if this was a guy or not. But I'm in my brain, it was a guy who wanted <laughs> to spend some time with you. Yeah. And so it, it was. It got me thinking like dating and dating sites and everything. And I want an update on your dating life. Well, it's it's hanging in the balance I mean it's there but you know I I got a problem I I don't know you know and maybe this is why women who are older don't date or you see a lot of women who don't remarry mm-hmm. you know they just I would I would probably be one of those people I I always thought I would never be I thought I would be like find somebody who's pretty good <laughs> you know <laughs> you're all right and I jump back in but yeah I think you and maybe I've been single too long because it's almost like, oh, you know, do I really want to shave my legs so I can wear a dress? <laughs> not really. I mean, not really. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But you'll shave your legs for a damn photo shoot every day. Well, you that you know of. You don't know. You, That's true. I'm saying, girl. Uh, but I just, I don't know. Dating is really exhausting. Mm-hmm. I just went out on a first date a couple days ago. And I, you know, the I think when you first start this, you're so, I mean, I'm not, I was so, I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. 
I got you trust no one either. No, <laughs> I don't trust anybody. Oh, I was like so relaxed. And I think it's in more that I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is really a great place to be. But you will always find someone when you're not looking. Like when you check out and you're like, nah, I'll just go. That's just, where I am. Mm-hmm. You'll find somebody. In like the next six months, you'll be seriously dating someone. Because I feel like that's when it happens for everyone. When everyone I mean, just lightens up. My hair was really bad. I mean, it was just one of those days where, you know how you have some of those days that you look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, you look okay today. You're, you know, this you're was, getting it, girl. You're, you're, gonna, you're okay. This was one of those days where you're like, girlfriend, what, what happened? I don't know. And you know, I don't know. I just, and I went in there with so much confidence. I was good. Stayed, did my time. And I'm like, and it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's that I don't like the person enough to care if they call back or if I just, or if it's just, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at a really good place with the dating thing. Dating, and I don't know if it's a dating site, maybe. Dating sites are so weird. They're like, so weird. Men are so, do you think men are so weird? Like, there are so many men on these dating sites with their, holding a fish. That's called fishing. No, I'm dead. Why? Why <laughs> would you be on a dating site because holding a fish? Because there might be some women who are into fishing. I don't know. Lauren. I, just, I think everyone's weird, number one. <laughs> I do. Men and women, I'm non-discriminatory. No, you're right. They are. I mean, for me, I like you fine, most most people. Mm -hmm. But I think most people are, oh, well, we won't. Just, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I want to spend a lot of time with most people. Sure. I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, I feel, I feel like when you have such a strong sense of who you are, it's going to take a very special person to fit in that box. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think, I thought I was just old. I really, I mean, really, I, the older I get, the more I'm that way. The more I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to take time to figure you out. Friend, boyfriend, whoever. I don't, I don't want to take time to figure you out. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people are so busy trying to put their best foot forward. Oh, when you date somebody, you are not meeting that person. You are re- meeting their representative. <laughs> For like the first, I would say two to three months, you do not get a good look at that person's But even friendships, do you feel, I feel like even friendships, so often you don't really get like who they really are. And I'm just, I've become obnoxiously real. Like, I am just I like, it. you know, it is what it is. Yeah, my tan looks like crap. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? But I just, I don't know. I just, and I feel like when people have that, when they're busy trying to create that persona for me, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't want anything to do with that. Is there a dating app where you feel like people are really out there versus any other ones? Or you, you mean- just think people are whack jobs across the board? I mean, they're whacked. I mean, like, girl. Okay, so I wrote down some stuff that irritates me the most about <laughs> dating sites. Okay, so a, okay, there are so many dudes with their with their shirt off. Yeah. Like, okay, so ooh, like ooh, why do I want to see you with your shirt off? A picture with his mother. Oh, that's see. Oh, are you gonna say that's sweet? No. Okay, no, no, good. No, 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 that is them trying to either look sweet. Right, that's or what I think. They're such a mama's boy that that's going to be a problem. Either way, you right. suck, and you I don't, don't win there. Leave <laughs> right? that one off of the profile. I know. Then, oh, I talked to this guy the other day. He calls, and we're on the phone for twenty minutes, and he's nice enough, you know. We're talking. And I feel like I've given him all my information. I've, I've 
put as much into this conversation as I could. And I knew the whole time I wasn't going out with him. And then he stops me mid-sentence and he's like, so tell me, who is Barb? Who is Barb really? And I literally was like. Buddy, we've never met in person before. Plus, like, like, did I not? I just told you. So it. Like he wanted you to get like super deep Super, on he was trying to be like really, you know, and his voice got all weird and I'm, I haven't spoken to him since. Like you are just out there. Another guy. Was like that's t- when you should just come back with like some ridiculously strange answer. Like Barb is really a unicorn that he loves. <laughs> like, you know, just, just something so stupid and ridiculous. Just, just to dish it back to them. No, I mean, they're just weird. Guys are just so weird. And they always say stuff like, oh, I had one guy ask me if I've touched the center of my sorrow. Okay. That's where you find who you really are. You're like, I had cancer, buddy. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Plus, I'm like, the center of my sorrow. What the hell are you talking about? You know, they all say they're a gentleman. They all say Mm -hmm. they're in a good place right now. Like, I don't know. Dating is, if if you're married and he's halfway okay and he takes a shower on the daily I say, keep him and just stick with what you have because it's a nightmare. You don't want to do it. You don't want to go there. Oh, that's so funny. If he so takes not a shower funny. every day and has a pause. <laughs> if he has a I don't even I mean, really, like, you know. I read something some article, because you know, we get like daily prep for my radio show. And it was like some article that said by like twenty forty five, I think we we will be able to have full relationships with robots. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Twenty forty five. I don't know that I can wait that long. I mean, the people that are out there, I don't know. I think I'll be in though to dating a robot that you could program. What's he look like? (laughs) Wow. I mean, girl, you're talking about, I've been on the phone with men who live in the same house with their ex-wives, but are not together you stop it. Oh, I promise. Okay, then there's the guy who, uh, I mean, yeah. like Why? I mean, n- no offense, but like in my head, like my age bracket, maybe, but I'm still not even trusting you at that point. But like in your <laughs> age bracket, they're not going to have like kids that are under 18 or something that they're no, like, oh, no. we're staying together for the kids. It's just, it's just you know, it was convenient. Like, and you're you like, know it's not convenient for me. A guy who lives with his ex-wife. I know, like that's so. I mean, it's just weird, st- just weird stuff. Like then there's this one guy who, you know, is looking for. I mean, just guys who are who are like, you know, I, I'm really not into sex. I mean, they're t- telling you this on the first phone call. I'm, I'm not sorry. into sex. I just, I just want a friend. Wait, you found a guy that's not into sex, and he doesn't think he's gay. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm like, and he doesn't have like. An ED issue? Sweetheart, I didn't ask. I was like, what? Okay, I'm coming. I'll be right there. I gotta go. (laughs) I have never met a guy who is not driven, like sexually driven. Yeah, so now I feel bad. Now I haven't. No, I I just, I mean, maybe there is, like, uh, who knows? Who knows? I just would, I would be personally interested to meet someone Okay, so if we have a minute. So I have a question. You're going to love this. Okay, so as a female, and you aren't married, so 
just is that something is sex something that you feel like every guy that's their angle eventually yes really yes I need a book. <laughs> really? They all are like that? Her, my personal experience, yeah. And, like, we just talked about this on a radio show today, but now I'm in the stage bracket where, like, everybody has gotten married because we were talking about, like, oh, how many weddings are you going yeah. to this year? And I was like, none, because all of my friends are still, like, this is shitty to say, but, like, in their first marriage. So, like, now we're going through the period of time where everyone's getting divorced. Right. And, like, like probably in the next two years, we'll be working on their second marriage. So, I'm in a wedding drought. (laughs) 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 But, like, I don't know. I think every guy that I've ever met in my entire life, even, like, even when my mom was dating, that's just their end game. I don't, I don't know. And I guess you have to be like sexually attracted to somebody, but that is not the farthest thing down on my list, but I have See, that's, 10 okay. things above it. So put 20 years on your life. Okay. I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm as sexual as anybody, but I'm not walking around thinking, well, yeah. this is an option. Mm-hmm. So when the guy starts that, it's such an early place. Don't you just think that's like such a turnoff? I think I need a book. I got to go get a book about how to date. I don't know how to date. I've no, realized. I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think anybody knows how to date, especially in this time. For I couldn't date in this, whatever we want, space or realm or whatever. I couldn't do the online dating, I don't think. Really? How would you meet people? I always met somebody through someone or a friend group or, you know. But I see, but by this time in life, though, people are married. I know. So you're the like. The pool gets a lot smaller. The pool is so small and you just get the losers because they're not with somebody because, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I just, <laughs> if I could marry one of my friends, because like for me, I'm so busy in life. Like sex is literally the last thing that I think about. I, yeah. Wait till, again, wait till you're. 20 years older. So what What would be the point of me getting married? I have babies now. Like, I don't need that side of the sexual, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right, realm. right. Like, if something happened I don't Dallas, need you. <laughs> I would never, I would never get remarried. I would probably go on dates just because I like talking to people and, like, I'm entertained by other people's Oh, you'd be entertained. BS sometimes. <laughs> you would be way entertained. But no, I mean, I, I, I hate but to be like. But aren't you a relationship person? Not like, really. You're not? Not really. <laughs> Where's Dallas? I'm go- Are you serious? I, Barb, I am so, such an independent person. I love Dallas. Dallas is the love of my life. He's the father of my children. But like the last year during the pandemic has been such an adjustment for me because I'm not used to having somebody home 24-7. I am used to Dallas being on the road two to three days a week. And I enjoy that life because as much as I, I love going on date night, because Dallas is like one of my best friends. Like we have fun together, whatever. I also so much enjoy my alone time. Like after I put the kids down, there would be a period where like, I don't have to go to bed right now. I can work out. I can watch a TV show. And guess what I don't do when Dallas is home? Any of those things. Cause I feel like I almost need to entertain him if I'm going to be awake. I'm very disappointed in you. Really? <laughs> I thought, I mean, yeah, I don't know why, but I, I mean, I'm very much a relationship person. I always have, or maybe I was just thrown into that. I'm going to have to analyze that. 
I'll let you know. Because you seem very independent to me. Oh, I'm extreme. And I think maybe that's my problem. Because I had somebody say to me, you don't have time really to date. And I'm like, oh, we are dating. Aren't we dating? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see you every day. Right. But, I mean, so maybe I am. But I want somebody there. You want, you want like, a best friend to be able to, like, call and share exciting things with and everything else. So that's where I was going to go where uh, it w- I started to say it before. But if anything ever happened to Dallas, I don't think I would need a man in my life. But, like, if I was, f- like, forced to get married again, I would just marry my girlfriend, Laura, because she makes me happy. She's fun. Oh, I would marry Laura. I love hanging out with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? She helps me great with the kids. I'm like, she would be my perfect partner. She's got good clothes. <laughs> yep. I think we could marry Laura. Yeah. She's married though, right? Yeah, I don't, she is you know, married. I can't do that either. So we'll just have to see. I, I think I'm going to go get a book. Yeah. Maybe some therapy. Well, you'll have to keep us updated on that <laughs> whole dating situation you've got going on there. Thanks, girl. I love it. Uh, you can always keep up with us on Instagram. I am all of the F words. And I am at Southern Blonde Chic. And if you're not following us on Mommyhood to Menopause, you can also follow us there. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Mommyhood to Menopause podcast. If you like what you heard, we would love it if you would join us weekly. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. Thanks for listening.